Hello, hello, and welcome back to BPD Gaining a Wiser Mind, a place to learn more about BPD, Borderline Personality Disorder, um, whether you're someone who has the disorder, is living with it, and whether you're someone who loves someone with BPD, or you just want to learn more about Borderline Personality Disorder, you're passionate about mental health, good to see you, good to, you know have you having a listen um you know we aim to break the stigma around bpd you know as we know there's a lot of stigma around it and yeah i love this wee um little community that we have going on so let's get to it and um it's been a while it has it has been a while um sorry it has actually been (laughs) it has been a month well a month and a week to be exact since um our last episode so i'm terribly sorry I like to be in a super um, good mindset when releasing these episodes so I can give them with lots of love and good advice. So, you know, that's the story. Here we are and we're ready to go. Today is a good one. So buckle up, folks. Let's do it. So today's episode is a goodie. Now, I'm going to tell you what, oh, you know what it is, you know what it is, you've clicked on it, haven't you? You can read the title. We are looking at what a favorite person is today. Um, you might have seen, while looking into borderline personality disorder, the term FP around. And I know even someone with BPD, you may think, what on earth is an FP? Um, I was the same, you know, you might have an FP and you don't even know you have an FP, you don't even know what an FP is, Um, an FP is a favorite person, now, we all might have people that we really like, we have best friends, we have partners we love very much, Uh, I don't think you can really um, describe them as an FP in terms of this uh, term. It is a very, very significant relationship and very, very strong one. So just to, you know, introduce you to the term favorite person, it is actually someone that is not just, it's not even just always a romantic partner. It might be a friend, it might be a parent, it might be just, it could even be a therapist. I don't know. It could be many people. But um, usually it is one sole, very important favorite person. And um, what, you know, makes it clear that this is a favorite person is the intense, intense, intense feelings surrounding it. Like, what is something, like, you know, you've heard the term codependency. That's like when you're emotionally and psychologically reliant on someone, you know, in many ways you you know, a lot of codependent people are valuing approval from others as opposed to themselves. They just seek validation. Um, they might have poor boundaries and control issues and, you know, they their decision making, it's just not an easy thing for them. And eventually people that are codependent, they kind of lose their sense of self um, in order to just keep somebody around. So that's a term a lot of us already know and I feel like that's a good way to introduce yourself to an FP because in a sense it's quite similar like a favorite person to someone with BPD can make or break their day 
so they're emotionally dependent on that person um and I'm you know it's not it's not intentional I don't think anybody would want to be emotionally independent oh emotionally dependent on someone like that's not fun like that's not a good time you know you can't even stabilize your own emotions and having a favorite person you know is awesome but also not awesome um it can it's not great like your day can be sunshine and rainbows or it can be total pit of despair depending on one person and it's no one's fault but it's a it's a very real thing and that's what a favorite person is so i thought i thought i would start by you know giving you a bit of an insight of what it feels like to have a favorite person and you know how one with bpd how we feel around favorite people um in previous episodes we have talked about dichotomous thinking which is black and white thinking um this is very very uh clear and uh what's the word i want it's very it's very present in um, relationships with our favorite person you know you can have really really extreme emotions and mood changes in relation to this person you know their change of tone in their voice their body language their mannerisms you know how quickly they respond to things what they say or do um, can put us into a really big high or a really really low low Um, which sucks but it's a thing so um, this can kind of make us quite needy or clingy towards you know that person and this can have a lot of negative effects having a favorite person feels like you you become so needy in a way that you mold yourself into someone so that they'll never leave like you uh you know you want to become someone that they would be scared of losing and that's why it's it's very connected to the two symptoms of bpd which are unstable relationships and a fear of abandonment. Um, your relationships become unstable due to your fear of abandonment, uh, in a way, because, you know, having a favorite person is so, so big and also feels so, so awesome that you just don't want to know what life is like without them. So it can come to the point where you are, you know, literally bending yourself every way shape or form to be seen and never left by them you know a favorite person keeps you at ease I know a lot of people with BPD will tell you that people that I've talked to on our Instagram and our community you know a favorite person provides you a sense of stability you know and they make you feel like you can be more of yourself in some ways you feel more normal because they they know how to deal with you which sounds terrible but they they know you and they get it um but then this eventually becomes really unstable you know you think you're getting stability but really you're not because you're becoming so reliant on them it's you you lash out at them really easily because something can really trigger you easily with them you know because you feel like you can't function like you become so reliant on them because they're your favorite person and everything feels whole that you just can't function. You might 
wake up in the morning and not even have a text from them and that can set you off to have a horrible day which to someone that doesn't have BPD will just think is totally unreasonable and makes no sense but it's incredibly real it's so real and I I know there's going to be people listening that have dealt with this that are like hell yeah like yes you know and so you become very vulnerable and even you start sharing things that make you vulnerable you become more open to them you know a lot of people with BPD will know that sometimes we have a bit of an issue with oversharing unintentionally and you probably overshare even more with your favorite person because you feel like they're they're you know someone you can trust they make you feel safe and if you did not get the desired response to being vulnerable which is a very very specific script in our minds like you're pretty much getting ready for loss you know you might tell them something really important to you and they may not respond or their body language is a bit different or if it's over a message if they don't respond immediately you're already preparing yourself to lose them like and it's like going through stages of grief and you might have this whole episode where you feel totally overwhelmed and even like not getting a message back can even make you feel so low that you are thinking of not even what's my word that I use being unalive and it's insane like I know from a, a different pair of eyes that looks wild like but it's it's very real and then what like an hour later you get a text from them saying oh sorry I was just you know writing an essay and I didn't have time to respond to your message and then you just get this huge amount of relief um you know but that's like that's not a fun thing to deal with it's very make or break um and you know it can have a lot of negative effects what else what else does it you know what else does it feel like having a favorite person I mentioned before about how you kind of mesh yourself into them, like you kind of become a bit of anything they want to, you know, see you as, and sometimes we believe that that means reflecting them, like being everything they like, doing everything they like, you know, being less of yourself, kind of, like you might even have scenarios where they don't like a certain part of you and straight away you change that and then those are the things that you do in secret or you're doing things that you love behind closed doors so they don't leave and that's really unhealthy <laughs> like that's not that's not cool is it um but you're doing anything to show that you can be the person they love and they'll stay for like you'll do anything especially once they're locked in as your favorite person like you're not gonna go you're not gonna do anything else other than you know that um and this can become incredibly emotionally exhausting and can kind of take a toll on that relationship whether it is a loved one like a romantic partner or a friend because to them I suppose that must be really hard when something kind of hits the fan and the person with BPD is so emotionally overwhelmed and may explode and just say oh my goodness like I can't keep up with this like I'm not even someone that I know anymore and and just lose it and lash out at them because we often lash out at our favorite person because they're you know they're the ones they're 
like people always used to say you always lash out to people closest to you because you know they won't leave Uh, but we don't know if they won't leave that's the difference um but you know and then you you become so emotionally exhausted being someone else and your poor favorite person is sitting there thinking that all of the people that you were pretending to be like they think that's really you and I just can imagine that that's probably quite hard to you know stomach because the person that you thought you knew it's not actually them but really the person with BPD is just trying their best to not lose people because they're so so scared of being left behind and being abandoned because they know that all too well so it's a tricky (laughs) it's a tricky subject if you haven't gathered already so we've talked a bit about the you know what it feels like having a favorite person as the one with BPD and I thought you know before ending this we would talk a bit about the effects that a favorite person has um well having a favorite person relationship I should say Um, Because although having a favorite person keeps us, those of us with BPD, at ease, and it's like having a safe haven, really. It's like the place to go with that's the one sense of stability you have a lot of the time. But more often than not, it's actually unhealthy, and I know that's probably horrible to hear. But I'm coming to find that as well. Um, And having lost a favorite person, and currently, believe it or not, I may not have one and I don't know that's you know that's really daunting but also really relieving I don't know it can be seen as a sense uh seen as a sign of healing or something else I don't know but you know here I am to shed some light on it um I just wanted yeah that's what I wanted to say so more often than not it's actually unhealthy you might not want to hear that but it is and it's hard to hear and uh, you know I've been there so I just wanted to tell you why having a favorite person could could be a danger too like for yourself and that person you know and there is a way to have a favorite person and it to be healthy definitely like for sure but I just wanted to put out a few things that you know we could be aware of because it can be dangerous because the person with BPD becomes so attached that their lives quite honestly depend on on that person and I mean that very literally you know at times the idea of losing that person um, or losing that person or feeling that you've lost that person can actually make you feel like life is over like genuinely you want to be unalive and that's a crazy thought but I know you know what I mean I know you're listening and I know you know what I mean um you know and that's it's not good like it's a danger you know you become so attached to someone that that's dependent you know your days aren't good without them and that's it's hard to put yourself through as someone with BPD you're already having a, a rapid mood changes and unstable emotions and you can barely regulate them anyway then having someone that you know influences that 24 7 like that's a lot and I feel for you like that's really hard um it's also a danger because self-harm and unaliveness is 
you know, makes it even more frequent, you know. Losing that person can cause more harm to yourself than you already are in. And on the other side of that, you can also become just so emotionally exhausted, which I mentioned before, you know, becoming so overwhelmed with, you know, navigating this favorite person relationship. You know, there's not there's not a rule book to BPD. There's not a rule book to how to, you know, have a stable relationship, how to have a favorite person. Like, only professionals can guide us and teach us. You can read, you can read about it, but, like, you just don't know. And it can, it just can, it can cause so much harm without meaning to. Um, another point I wanted to make around it being a potential danger is on the favorite person side, they may feel trapped, you know, because they might be in too deep with this favorite person relationship because they didn't even know that it was, you know, escalating to that. And then they originally didn't have boundaries in terms of what was okay and what wasn't okay. And that's hard for you, the person with BPD, and for the person with um, the favorite person because now suddenly putting boundaries in is scary like that's really scary especially for the person with BPD like feeling so stable and having everything that they need and then suddenly putting a boundary in even though it's a healthy thing that's scary and it just makes you feel like you're going to be abandoned straight away you know if someone tells you oh okay just to you know make it better for both of us I can see that this relationship is getting a little bit you know escalated and I think every now and then taking time from each other straight away as soon as you hear that as someone with BPD it's like okay everybody hates me I guess I'll go everyone abandons me every time you know so that's what I'm saying it can be a danger because if you don't start the relationship knowing about an FP or knowing what the relationship's at you know you can't put those healthy boundaries in and that makes it really unfair for you suffering with BPD and the favorite person, you know? And on the other hand, the favorite person could take advantage of the person with BPD, you know, and emotionally abuse them or physically abuse them or manipulate them, you know, on the other side. No one really talks about that. But DFP might take advantage of you because they know that you're just going to mold yourself into anything they like. They'll do anything to you because they know you'll always keep running back. Like, it's like they have a get-out-of-jail-free card, you know? Um, People don't talk about that enough, Um, you know? BPD people aren't always the manipulative ones. Um, They never mean to be. But the favorite person can also take advantage of someone because they know that they they have them and they're not going to go anywhere, you know? Yeah, that's a that's a rough one. Uh, what else makes it a bit dangerous? You know, you with BPD, you might become an overly jealous person that you never really were before, and you don't mean to be, but you just can't handle your favorite person being around other people for too long. You think that means that they're gonna leave you. Like your whole abandonment schema gets triggered. Um, it's just not fun, and you feel like no one else will ever get you. Like they get you you know and that also causes you to be unable to self-soothe 
not be able to regulate your emotions by yourself and although having them there and fi- fixing you in quotation marks um helps you a heck of a lot makes you feel so good you know um in the long run you don't know how to self-soothe and you grew up not knowing how to self-soothe and now you're here making it worse <laughs> but that's okay that's not on you we have to just learn you know that's why th- this podcast episode is happening right now and it's really hard to hear and you might switch this off and be like oh that's cool um but i'm not going to do anything about it and that's okay you know in time baby steps but yeah having a favorite person if they're i don't know what it's like for you personally you might actually have a really healthy relationship with them but you yourself know that if they are the one that can completely help you out of an episode an escalated state they're the ones that calm you and that's really hard and that's something that needs to be acknowledged because having a favorite person is cool but you need to be able to do that by yourself like you deserve to be able to do that by yourself like you're awesome um and you can do that by yourself right now it feels like you can't you just need all the help and the support and the foundations in the right way and i hope that by listening to this you're getting a bit of that you know so i think i'll pause it there and you know leave you to digest that because i talk a lot and i talk very fast and this is a big old topic for those of us with bpd so maybe i'll give it a bit of a pause okay all right all right that's been a wild ride i hope you've managed to learn a little bit about what an fp is you might be able to have found a bit of um, a place where you could resonate as someone with ppd you know knowing that yeah you know i feel like that i feel like that with my favorite person and maybe you have some ideas on how you could talk to them about some things um if you are someone who loves someone with ppd i hope you've learned a bit about um favorite person and you know the effects that it has i would really really like my next episode to be around how to navigate a favorite person relationship healthily um yeah i'm really keen to do that because listening to this you know it's very overwhelming and it's wow okay there's a lot of really rough things around having a favorite person how could i uh, maybe know it a bit better um so i'd really like to do that and hopefully i mean if you're keen for it you know i'm gonna post something on my instagram and see what people think and hopefully um it's something you want to hear because i think we could all use it to you know it's something i could have used a few years ago and yeah so i just want to say you know i'm really proud of you uh, for you know doing what you do whoever you are whoever's listening um you know we're going through tough times at the moment and you know it's not easy and if you're navigating life with bpd man good on you every day you're on this earth man you're killing it anyone in general it's great so awesome keep it up um i've really enjoyed having a wee chat again with you guys and i hope that we can you know have a next episode (laughs) sooner than the last one okay i'm gonna cut it off there i just want to say um sorry if you've heard some background noises especially of the birds seems to be a lot around where i'm recording today and they're very loud so you know 
sorry, but also not sorry, you know, a bit of fun. Okay, anyway, thank you. Um, let's keep gaining a wiser mind together. Take care, have a great night, have a great day. Goodbye. <laughs>